0: Today's January 5, 2006. This is the first Evans Journal of the new year. And hope you all had a great holiday season. And whatever you celebrate in that time, I hope it was fun and relaxing. Actually, for us, I think it's a little bit more busy during the holiday season. It seems like we were moving around more, trying to get more things done. It was hectic. And then as of this week, it seems to be a little bit more relaxed. I don't know if that's how it is for you guys but that's how it was for us anyways uh, I'm starting off this journal with what is your greatest accomplishment and some of us have been asked this question and and some people may have never been asked this question the other day I went out um, I was going to exercise with my friend you know my exercise friend Kekua, and we were going out on the jet ski but the weather was really terrible so we ended up going to watch football at the shack in uh, Hawaii Kai. So Kiko wanted to cruise over there at at the, um, I don't know if it's a, a bar, but it's bar food. Yeah, I guess it's a bar. Anyways, it was about 11 in the morning, so it was, it was quite a bit early to hit a bar. But it was surprisingly pretty crowded. As we were talking and sitting there, he asked me a question because... I guess majority of the time I probably do a lot of the talking. And when we're out there on the jet ski and we're doing exercise, there's a lot of waiting time, sometimes we're resting or so on and you know, we have extended conversations. And I guess this was an extended conversation from one of those. He asked me, he said, "You know, out of all the things that you're doing right now or that you've done, what is your greatest accomplishment?" And he took me aback because normally we're talking about or that day we were talking about, you know, just whatever kind of things but he said you know what's your greatest accomplishment is it bubble tea is it you know this Chinatown thing you're doing What what is it and I sat there and I thought about it I was thinking you know what what I consider as my greatest accomplishment and I thought about business things and you know I was thinking you know that's not really it and then I was thinking about some other stuff and I was like no that's not really it and the thing that I came up with was about ten years ago, I helped a friend of mine who you know was extremely overweight is a a childhood friend of mine, and we both ended up back here in Hawaii um during college time and for the majority of his his teen years, he was over three hundred pounds and just kind of obese he had a low self-esteem in terms of that. A really friendly guy, a great guy, one of my good friends till today. I just saw him the other day actually. And he, I mean, he just you know, he's like he was a a really fat guy and uh, at the time I was doing I was exercising quite a bit and I was in pretty good shape and I said, "You know what? You're going to lose weight." And in the next 3 months we worked out extremely hard. Uh we watched, uh, made him watch what he was eating. Um, kept on him every day, and we actually videoed it. And within three month period, he lost over seventy five pounds. So he went from I think it was like three hundred and five to two hundred thirty. And he's six three, so he's a tall guy. So the weight was distributed nicely. Um, give you an example. He is a mix of Caucasian as well as Hawaiian. And I think maybe even some Chinese. He's just a really interesting what we call here hapahaoli mix and then from that point on his self-esteem just skyrocketed girls started coming out of all over the place and started asking him to go and do things or we'd be in a you know a nightclub of some sort and they would ask him to dance and it was just an amazing thing and it changed his life completely changed his life even till today he's kept his weight off and I mean just transformed his life and that's what I told Kekoa okay, cool, that I thought was my greatest accomplishment because I've done that twice with another friend of mine also. It's completely life-changing. And I don't know, out of all the things that you know we were talking about, the business was second to that uh, or third even. I don't know, I just thought I'd share that with you guys. So all in all, I believe that I live a very blessed life. I'm very fortunate. I'm very lucky and I just hope it continues that way so I almost feel like it's my duty in order to do these community related things like this Kokua project that that we're we're working on that is not launched yet but will hopefully be able to be launched sometime in 06 it's almost like a a duty because for the most part I'd rather not work that hard but something in the back of my head continually makes me do stuff sometimes today i was able to get out there and get some exercise and go kiteboarding which is for those of you who don't know where you have this really large kite and the wind um pushes it it's attached with you know these long strings to a, a what we call a control bar and then you ride you know surf related board, whether it's a wakeboard style board or a surfboard looking board. You go and ride that on the wind. You can catch air and and all that. So it was a really good day for kiting today. Although the wind was still a little bit light, it was actually windy. In the winter over here in Hawaii, it's either really windy or absolutely no wind whatsoever. So this is one of those weeks where the wind is starting to come in. And it's cold. I mean, At night here, for us, it's cold. I mean, we consider like 60 degrees, cold. I mean, we're taking out the snow jacket. We're taking out the, you know, sweatpants. I mean, it's, it's cold for us. So I was there at the beach, and I was cold. It was probably, I don't know, probably only 70 degrees even. And there were these two guys that had foreign accents. So I asked them, you know, where were you guys from? And they said, we're from Holland. And they were, you know, not in wetsuit or anything. And they looked completely warm I said so what's the temperature difference between Holland and here because they were here on I guess a school break of some sort or or just a work break he said right now in Holland it's zero degrees I said does anybody kite in that he says absolutely we go in a dry suit which is a jumpsuit looking thing that it doesn't allow you to get wet I said you go kiting in zero degrees how many people are out there he says maybe about 14 of us I was thinking, zero degrees? He says, yeah, you wouldn't believe, but there's actually ice on the top of the water. Thin sheet of ice. And we we cut through it. So this for us is extremely warm. I guess everything is relative, but zero degrees, man. I can't even believe it. Staying focused. I have this written down in my show notes here, but I don't really exactly know why I wrote that. I just wrote two words, staying focused. I don't know why I wrote that. It probably just means for me to stay focused because it's real easy to get off focus and and doing other things. I'm not sure. If I remember that one, I'll come back to it. Yesterday's interview we had with Darren Kimura, who is the CEO of Energy Industries. Um, The interview is a little bit different because Darren Kimura actually listens to the show, and that's how he found us. And then now he's an interviewee on the show, and his perspective is a little bit different. So I think you guys will get a lot out of this interview. He's a young guy. He started his business, I think, when he was 19, and he's in his early 30s now, and they have, I think, 12 locations worldwide. He won the SBA Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award. He's won a ton of awards, just an outstanding guy, and... That interview will be available probably in I don't know six weeks or so. you got to check the internet and our website greatergoodradio.com click on the upcoming shows or click on the radio schedule. It should show it on on that. Subscription for after shows is almost ready. so some of you folks may be asking you know what are these after shows all about? Basically, we do an hour long interview or sometimes it goes a little over an hour or sometimes it goes a lot over an hour, but the first 25 minutes or so ends up on the radio. And then on the f- podcast, and then internet, and all that's all the free stuff. The second half an hour and on is a paid download, we we'll call it a donation, and a portion of that um, money goes to helping us with this Kokua project. So, obviously, there's no money yet because we haven't offered the subscription yet, but now the after shows are all up, and the subscription portion will be just about ready. The benefit of that is. For the interviewees that we don't know before they come in, a lot of times they're somewhat apprehensive because high-profile people, when they're dealing with the media, are very used to the media tricking them or asking them a set of 20 questions and then they take one question and spin it and make their point. And a lot of them have been burned before, so they're a little bit apprehensive of you know how this is going to go. After the first... 20 minutes or even the first portion of the show. They're normally very relaxed. And a lot more of the um content that they wouldn't normally probably share is shared in the after show or the second portion of it. You'll notice it when you get a chance to hear it. So the way the subscriptions will work is we'll give you a free 30-day subscription where you can see if you like it or not. If you like it, then continue. If you don't like it, don't continue. You can still listen to the free stuff. Um, But all the after show content is commercial free, as well as the radio portion content, it'll be commercial free on there. So check that out. That should be up probably in the next week or so is what I'm hoping for. We are working on getting these interns um, involved with this program. I guess most of the the students don't even come back until the 9th of January, so mostly I've been trying to get in touch with the internship office, but... It's kind of hard to get in touch with them, too. I don't know. We're going to see how this goes. What I really want to do is engage the students directly so I can see how they are, they can see how we are, we can answer questions. And we really only need one or two to start with to get this thing really rolling. But my thought is, can we run other businesses that benefit the university and with the Kokula Project purely with interns? And I guess we're going to find that out very soon. One thing that we're working on now... Uh, besides this Chinatown project, which is a project that started out of the Executive MBA program as the final project, is I want to engage the the same class, which is Business 696, which is a master's level class, their final project, for the Kukul project. And what I thought was, if they can help put together the business plan, we'll enter it into the UH business plan competition also, and then we'll implement it. At the end of the course, and if they want, they can continue. If they don't, that's fine. But it would be a really good way to integrate the university and the system from the very start to the very end. And I'll keep you guys posted on that. The last thing I want to share is what I called engaging for PR. In media, we're all in business, we're always looking for PR or positive PR, meaning you know, press release or. I think that's what. Wait, PR is that what it stands for? Oh, public relations. Sorry, <laughs> press release. What am I talking about? Anyways, we we want good press. So I'm constantly approaching other forms of media. Other people are constantly approaching me, and you know so on. Uh, we get we get approached quite a bit, and. I can give an example of a good approach and a bad approach. And I've been working really hard on doing good approaches and they seem to be working. So, uh, I'll keep building on that. But I was recently approached by by somebody that has a new business, had a really good concept. Um sounded very interesting, and what I did was I emailed back a number of questions because I wanted to make sure that It fit within the scope of our show and if it didn't, maybe I could refer uh, them to someone else and I just wanted to get a little bit more insight, but that was two weeks ago and they haven't emailed me back, so I don't know what's going on with that, why would you do that and send it out if you're not going to email back also, does that mean that it was a, a bulk type email and you send it out to a thousand people My thought is that if someone's going to engage you back, especially coming from media, that's a good sign. Because if they don't want to talk to you, they just won't answer, period. So that's something to think about. But hopefully they're listening because I'm waiting for my email back. And hopefully we can continue to improve ours. So PR is public relations and press release. And that's going to be it for Evan's Journal tonight. Uh, catch the shows this weekend which is Don Soderquist and Mayor Mufi no 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 Don Soderquist and Dr. Patrick Sullivan so Don Soderquist was the, uh, re- is the retired Chief Operating Officer and Senior Vice Chairman of Walmart Stores he talks about how they grew Walmart from $1 billion to $200 billion and then Patrick Sullivan is talking about his companies Oceanit and Hawana Medical and Hawana Medical Uh, Is planning for an IPO in the very near future. So, last actually, last thing is our Star Bulletin uh, column should be out this weekend in the business section. Keep an eye out for it. I hope it's printed, I hope it prints properly, and we'll be keeping an eye out for it also. Okay, so talk to you folks later.